Join Charles Comer and Jane Spencer as they dive headfirst into the chaotic world of Saturday college football games, dissecting all the jaw-dropping upsets and sharing their unfiltered opinions. They're here to give you the inside scoop on all the exhilarating twists and turns that make college football so unpredictable on the Over Under podcast. In three, two, one. So, what up? Good morning, good afternoon. Oh, James, 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 James. I got a quote for you. I got a quote for you. In order for your dreams to come true, you got to be somebody else's nightmare. You have to be somebody else's nightmare. And I'm going to let you know, a lot of nightmares happened this week. A lot of dreams crushed. A lot of dream hopes still alive. And we're going to talk about all of that. Just want to go ahead and, you know, let y'all know. It's Charles Comer and James on the Over and Under okay. podcast. Um, welcome. This is our sixth, sixth episode. I think we had six? Six, bro. We've been doing this for a long time. Veterans already. Like, you see, I'm in a new room. <laughs> I'm in a new room. I got some hangers behind me. We're trying to get the audio fixed. So don't mind the hangers. Just it is what it is. If you would, please like and subscribe to the Instagram and to the YouTube. All the descriptions will be in below in the podcast description. Leave us a comment if you want us to talk about something. Let us know who your favorite team is. And, you know, just let us know how you're doing today. You know, we might we might give you some life advice one day also. Hey. But, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm qualified. You feel me? I, I got you. Oh, okay. So, let's get right into it. James, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. It is. It's getting down to can't make mistakes, can't be undisciplined, and you got you to gotta blow out the teams that need to be blown out. And I'm finally glad that Texas finally blew out a team the way they <laughs> should have been doing all year. Yep. I was surprised. I mean... Not surprised that they won, but surprised that they wasn't close. Like, they just blew them out, which, like I said last week, that's what I expect from Texas. But I thought this game was going to be close, which I'm glad they proved me wrong and just blew them out because I did not need to be hearing from these Tech fans talking all this noise about nothing. It's like they're about to do something. So Yeah, you know you know how Tech be. You know, we, we went to school up there in Lubbock. They love to rah, 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 rah. But, you know, as a Longhorn fan, you already know, baby. <laughs> We're here to stay. First 10 in one season since 2009. Hey, it's been rough. Hey, it's been rough. I jumped ships like halfway through that little tenure. I came back though. I came back though. (laughs) A good performance by offense, but even better performance by the defense. I think we have the best front seven in the league, in the college football league. You know, there's the Bama, you got the Georgias, the Michigan, but I don't think anybody is anybody's messing with to sweat, Murphy, the linebacker core. Now, our secondary played well. Didn't play great, but they played well, right? Yeah. And Ewers played a, played a good game, but Blue uh, the running back, the sophomore running back, starting to carry the load, starting to get more touches. Hey, 
workhorse starting to starting to really get in this vibe. The death that we have this year, I enjoy that because over the last couple of years, it's kind of like, eh, do we have somebody that can get in there and really like be in a position to turn key, you know, or do yeah. we have like just somebody that we just got to work with? Yeah, yours look well. His injury looks like it's progressing well. It's he's recovering from it well. However, Xavier Worthy did get hurt. Now, that's a week-to-week or day-to-day thing. Probably keep updated on that. But overall, it was a great performance, and we got to see the Don Dada of them all. All right. We got to see Archer Manning. Okay. Being Austin, Texas at the Longhorn Stadium, Crowd going crazy. Oh, oh, you know, who's I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. The his he had his his own office in there, his own receiver crew. He got some wheels too. Now Eli yep. and Peyton, Eli and Peyton run slower than than a cow in a in a field. You know what I mean? Wild. But you know. Arch Arch got some little, he got a little speed to him, a little cheetah speed. You know, I say a little cheetah speed. But uh, overall, how do you think the game went? It was domination, bro. I mean, the at the first quarter, it looked like a, a, they were trying to get their footing and everything like that. But uh, for the most part, because you know those few field goals that they they hit in the, I think it was like the first quarter, second quarter, something like that. So yeah. it was kind of like just getting their footing and everything, like against Tech and everything. And then when Tech scored, that's when I thought, okay, so this might be a game. But then after that, yeah, it was just they just took off with it. Defense just stepped up and shut shut down Tech. I mean, they didn't much to shut down, but still, they, <laughs> they they did what they did, and they ran away with it. So I mean, I'm glad that they proved me wrong and they just blew them out because that's that's all that's what I wanted to see from Texas. Just games like this when you know you're supposed to win. And you don't play down to your competition. You just blow them out and move on to the next, going on to the conference championship. So, I don't know. I liked what I saw from Texas last last night. Yeah, it's it gives me good hope heading into the conference week as they play Big 12 championship here in Arlington, 11 a.m. Saturday, bright and early. And they are facing the Oklahoma State let me repeat that Oklahoma State, not the mm-hmm. Boomer Sooners, not the Trash Sooners. <laughs> We're facing Oklahoma State Cowboys. Now, Crazy. Ali Gordon had five TDs. And oh, he State. did? Yeah. yeah. He had five touchdowns in the comeback against BYU. I think it was not looking good at first. It wasn't looking good at first, but they came back and won. And then in uh, in overtime, BYU got the ball stripped, and it was game over. So heading into next week, what do you expect to see Texas do to slow them down? Play like this. <laughs> and play exactly like this. I mean, like, we, we talked about this, like, off my text, texting and stuff, but Oklahoma State obviously isn't a first-half team, bro. As long as yes. you get a lead in the first half and then just keep on keep the course, you should be good, to be honest. Because obviously they don't know what to do when when the game starts. They showed it in UCF and then BYU. Who I think it was the week before too. I forgot who they played, but 
they don't show up in the first half. So if long as Texas don't let them sneak their way back in at the second half, they should be good. Just play exactly like this on defense and then just blow them out, which I think you they think can. I, you think Ollie Gordon can give us some trouble? Do you think he's just – it's just hit or miss? Like you think, I think he'll it's get more of a hit or miss. You think he'll nah, get yards and then I'm he'll be like, he's gonna be, go ahead. You think he'll get his yards and maybe a couple touchdowns, but when it comes to like those third and two or those fourth and ones, that we'll be able to stop him and get the turnover of downs. Yeah, I believe so. I don't think he'll get his yards. I'm gonna say he'll probably be under ninety yards. He'll make it under one touchdown. Hold on, let I me write so. that prop bet down. You said under 90? <laughs> let me write that prop bet down. I don't down. think it'll be under 90. Ollie Gordon, under 90 per chance. Okay, cool. I got yeah, that written down. I think it's like under 90, maybe one touchdown. Because I feel like they're going to be down for most of the game, so they're going to have to throw the ball. Yeah. They got some shifty wide receivers, too. Yeah. Pretty shifty. If, as long as they don't get their running game going, Texas should be fine. Yep. Well... I'm excited. We'll see who we pick at the end of the show because I got I got a couple picks. I got a couple bets I'm going to throw out there to the people that listen, you know. Appreciate y'all listening all over the United States. Appreciate people from Belgium. I have no idea who you are, but I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Is somebody stationed over there or something? I know, right? Somebody stationed. I appreciate it, man. We All over the world. All over the world. We appreciate it. Um. But as we talk about, you know, a team that dominates and everything. And, yeah, the team that, you know, really took over today was Michigan. Michigan against Ohio State. The game of the yeah. year. The game yeah. of the year. The bragging rights. Jim Harbaugh's not on the field. Michigan's cheating allegations. Marvin Harrison Jr., can J.J. McCarthy throw? Is Kyle McCord the Ohio State, you know, primetime quarterback? And overall, if I'm Ryan Day, I'm getting out of Columbus. <laughs> I'm getting up out of here. I'm getting out of Columbus because I've lost three straight years in a row, okay? I've lost, if I'm Ryan Day, out of the 59 games, I've won 55. Sorry. I've won 54. I've lost five games. Three of those are Michigan. One of those are Georgia. And one of those is Oregon. And those are both in the ones that are Georgia and Oregon in the national championship. The other three are from Michigan. Michigan owns me. Man, see, I I was talking all that mess last week about Michigan being overhyped. Hey, man. This is a week of everybody proving me wrong, I guess, because, like, <laughs> I really thought they was about to get washed by Ohio State. Truly honest, it was not going to be this close. Uh, I didn't even think they were going to win, to be honest. So, I, I was wrong. I mean, what else can I say? I mean, Marvin Harrison still went off for what he did, but Michigan, man, they I guess they're for real. I, I don't know. I guess yeah. I just don't want to see it. That's, I think that's the thing. I just don't want to see it. Look, I don't – Aside from the scandals and everything, right? Let's just let's put that aside and just think Michigan as a football team, right? Michigan knows how to play ball. Michigan's got a good coaching staff. But let's rewind history a little bit. When you think about Ohio State quarterbacks 
you think of Terrell Pryor, Cordell Jones, right? Kyle McCord, Kyle yeah. McCord is not it. He's not. He's not that guy. He he's got an he, eleven and one record. But who have they played? Penn State, Notre Dame. Let's. That's the best wins they have is Notre Dame and Penn State. Who's Michigan's best wins? I don't even, I don't even know. Ohio State and Penn State. That's their best wins. Okay. So I mean, like well, one team. That's a, listen. If what's, you had to, if you had to, if you had to line up right now, if you had to go into a coastal position, and they're like James, would you rather want to face Notre Dame or Michigan or Ohio State? Sorry, would you rather want to face Notre Dame or Ohio State? Who are you picking? Your job's on the line. Playing Ohio State. Yeah. Okay, Bucko. Yeah, sure you are. Sure you're. you're <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You're going to risk your whole job before face Ohio State when you could probably get an easy win against Notre Dame. Mind you, they only beat Notre Dame because Notre Dame beat you, you don't know it's going to be an easy win. Okay, let's just look at what Notre Dame is now. They lost to Clemson. Clemson been on a winning streak. Yeah, now. Clemson's still going up, apparently. <laughs> Hey, we'll talk about clips later. <laughs> Stock is booming right now. <laughs> Stock is actually booming. Clips up to the moon, apparently. <laughs> but just like Ryan Day can't get over that hump, and it's like he doesn't have a bad record, right? He doesn't have a bad record as a head coach, but Ohio State is all about beating Michigan and Penn State. Yeah, they won a national championship, but... The fans want to beat Michigan. They want to beat Penn State consistently. You haven't beat Michigan in three years. Is time running out? Or is it like, eh, you'll be okay? I think they'd be just fine. You don't think they fired? No. Well, no? For what? Because it lost one game? I know it's been three years in a row, but three years. I know. Mm, bro. That's the same. But it's one one game? Out of the season, you're going like to the playoffs almost every year, and you, of course, you—I mean, you've lost to Michigan three times. But come on now, okay? You're gonna just fire this dude? Are you just gonna fire this dude because they can't beat Ohio State? Oh, I mean, Michigan. Michigan was in the same boat a few years ago with Jim Harbaugh couldn't beat Ohio State, and he, look, he's still there, probably cheating but if, because that's how they figured it out, I guess. But beside the point. But, <laughs> But, like, I mean, you get a fire for one game, they can't beat one team, they'll figure it out. They're still winning cons- consistently. It's just Ohio, I mean, uh, Michigan, they can't beat. And I think they will next year if they just keep on the, the same going up from here. It wasn't, yeah, like it was like a, a bad game. Like, it was close. So, I mean, why would they fire them? They're 11 and 1 right now. And they haven't had a losing record in for I don't know how long. I think since the second year, Urban Myers, they haven't had a losing record. But you say that, right? Like, for us as casuals, I guess not casual fans, but, like, to be a Michigan fan, right? That's like being – all right, say you went to school in Oregon, right? Because you're an Oregon fan. You went to school in Oregon. Ever since you were, like, five, you've been an Oregon fan. You grow up – and the Oregon Oregon State rivalry is is the talk of the town, right? The bragging rights. You get a new head coach, and he hasn't beat them in three years. But now, again, like I said, Michigan was in the same boat 
But listen to what I'm saying though. Okay. If it, it was, it's the same, it's the same case because they they wrote out with Jim Harbaugh. They everybody thought he was in the hot seat because they couldn't beat Ohio State. Now look at them. Now Ohio State is going to figure it out. Like I said, just like Michigan did. It's just a matter of time. You can't just fire somebody just because that they have they keep losing to one team. They're winning consistently, going to the playoffs almost every year. I don't. I think you're, I don't see I think the problem. I think you're underestimating how big of a cult the Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State fans are. Like, I think you're underestimating, like, how much they – those wins matter to them. Like, it's – it's a, for me, just, I guess, seeing on Twitter and just, like, kind of knowing how they are. And maybe – I have actually a friend who's an Ohio State fan, and he hasn't talked to me yet. His name is Sa- – we call him Saucy because we play Xbox, but he hasn't talked to me yet. And I text him and say, hey, are you okay? Michigan kind of owns you. And, like, he read the message, but he hadn't texted me back. So I'm pretty sure he's not going to message me back anytime soon. Say if they do fight my day and they just start losing, what then? Do they be Michigan? Do they be Michigan? No. No. Okay, then no. I mean, okay. Wait, wait. So, okay, so they win the one game, but then the rest of the season's a loss, but they beat Michigan. So it's fine fine then. They'll, they'll dump the, that. I'm t- they'll dump that. No. Because, All right. because, listen, the talent that Ohio State gets, they're not going to lose two games. But as long as they beat Michigan and Penn State, if they beat Michigan and Penn State and go to a bowl game, a New Year's Six Bowl every year, they would not care. I promise you. If they beat Michigan and Penn State and went to a New Year's Six Bowl every year, as long as as long as they got them two under their belt and they can say, F you, we beat you, come again next year, hope these while you're at it, they would be perfectly fine. So they can go 2-10 and as long as they beat Penn State and, and, and Michigan and they'd be content. Ohio State's never going 2-10 with the talent that they get. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just giving you a scenario. Like, no, if, as long as they win those two games, bad. it's fine. I think they'd be bad if they just win those two games. But... So let if me ask you this, then. Okay. Let me just ask you this. If you're the coach of Ohio State and you've lost to Michigan three years in a row, but like like I told you earlier, you're going to the playoffs almost every year. You are you have a winning record every year. You go back after this third year, you go, you're going home. Do you think you're in the hot seat just because of the fandom? Or you just look at your resume of just what you've done in the past, how long he's been there, and you just I'm in the hot seat. like, I'm fine. I'm in the hot seat. All right. I can't be Michigan. I can't move, move on. Move on. Move on. I don't think you understand, bro. I can't be Michigan. It's the number nah, one rivalry. It's the number one rivalry in college football, and you can't win. I'm 11 and 1. All right. Whatever. Okay. You're 11 and 1. You're 11 and 1. I'm just saying, bro. Like, so with Michigan winning that game, they go to play a team who's probably not even worthy of being in a in a conference title game, Iowa. That's blows I think they're gonna blow them out. I think Michigan is gonna blow Iowa out. Won't be a competition. So more than likely, if Georgia doesn't lose, Michigan will be the number one seed in the college football playoff. 
and we'll see how that goes for them. We got a deep dive in that because I really, I really want you to understand. Real. They care about that shit like Texas cares about beating OU. Like that's like okay, being but like with that, Texas. Texas hasn't had a good coach though. Every time they there's like saying, "Oh, we got this new like starting with Charlie Strong talking about they're about to win and they lose." And then they gave him what two years? Cool, boot them. And then I forgot who the next coach was. The dude from Houston, right? I forgot his name. Anyways, beside the point. He he doesn't win either. Boot him. Okay, got it. And now Sarkeesian, he didn't start off, but now look at them now. But I mean, they lost the Oklahoma here to this year. But he last year they, ble- but last year they blew them the hell out. They blew them out the building. And the year before that, they won. So you're two and one in the rivalry. And you but, beat Bama on the road. But, you beat Bama on the road. How are you on the hot seat? But listen, so you're you're not even like last year. You talking you blew them out in the rivalry or whatever, but you're not contending for a playoff spot. You're contending for a playoff spot now. Ohio State, they're still they're still in contention. They are. They shouldn't be, so but I, they are. So what are you talking about? Just because they lost to Michigan, Texas and Oklahoma go back and forth. But whatever. This besides, go on, move on. I'm we're just gonna argue about this all the rest of the night. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on, man. and move on to what I thought was going Make to be. Take over here. Take that, take that hot-ass sweater. Let <laughs> me argue for nothing. Go ahead. You're going to have Washington and Washington State. You had the battle of the air raid. Uh, battle of the air raid quarterbacks. You had Michael Penix against Ward and Obviously, Ward had the better game, mm-hmm. but Penix had the better players in my um, in my view of the game. A doomsday, seven catches, one hundred and twenty yards. He's going. He's going first round for sure. Yeah, for sure. He's going for a round. Michael Penix was banged up in this game. Hopefully, he's one hundred percent next week against Oregon. Oregon, but. That's secondary for, for Washington. It's not looking hot. Man, I was this is one of the games that I, I think I picked Washington State and I was this close. I was super close. If y'all if y'all not watching it, my fingers are like super close to Washington State almost had them. And I was hoping and praying they would, but but give it to War, man. That man played lights out. It's just it just didn't fall their way. Just that last the last interception I believe killed them and like you said, Phoenix has the the better players on his side of the ball, and then Washington's defense showed up when they needed to. Their D line is crazy. I I think I was, last week I was kind of like talking yeah. down on their D line, but they're they're showing out now. Every like I said, this is the week everybody's just trying to prove me wrong. I guess because I'm just I've been talking hot shit and everyone's showing up. <laughs> so, but only bright spot I can see is Kelly with every session 106 and a TD, and then Ward just. Playing lights out with 317 yards and three touchdowns. Those two interceptions had to cost, cost them, but but I mean, this is the best you can expect for Washington State to play. They played the best football they can play. It's just Washington yeah. has a, the best, a better team. So kudos to them. But I guess we'll see Washington next week and see what happens. Did you see the the play call on fourth and one? That was the craziest play call ever. Ever. The so, reverse. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Penix. yeah. Because I, I was like, wait, where is the ball? <laughs> Penix snaps it, turns his back to the offensive line, hands it off to Doomsday, and they get the first down. And I'm just like, to call, to have the faith mm. in your quarterback and your players to do that on fourth and one with your season on the line, that's that's a hell of a team. That's a hell of a yeah. unit. If Penix is banged up, I still think he'll play next week. Yeah. But now we really got to discuss because I know Oregon's your team, right? Oregon's your team, and they got to they gotta play Michael Penix and Washington, a, a Washington team who hasn't looked really 100% on offense probably for like the last five weeks, I say, and they really clicking on all cylinders like that. And they got to go into Vegas, and they got to go t- – First, an Oregon team that's that's been figuring it out together. That's got a, that's got the stamina, the scheme, the motivation. Do you think Oregon blows them out, or do you think it's it's kind of like tricks on you? Now we kick a field goal and we win the game. I think it's two touchdowns win by Oregon. I, I think I think it'll be close for a little bit, but. The way Oregon's been playing after that Washington loss is they've just been lights out, dude. And how Washington's been playing since that Oregon win, not so hot. So I just think it'll be close for a little bit, but I think Oregon will pull it out with two, two TDs. It's not going to be a complete blowout, but two touchdowns is what, what I give in Oregon. Two touchdowns? Yeah. Now, look, I got faith. I got faith in Grandfather Bo. You feel me? I got faith in Grandfather Knicks. Like I'm facing Franklin, but I'm not counting out that man Penix. It's just something different about him, right? It's something like you can look at him and say, "I'm gonna get four quarters for from him," and I think it's gonna come down to those fourth downs, just like it did last game. Because you know Oregon's gonna go for it on fourth down, and now Washington's gonna go for it on fourth down. So it's gonna be who can hold the ball the longest, who can can who can convert every single time. And who can stop somebody on the fourth and ones and their third and ones, right? Yeah. But yeah, man, I this this weekend is going to be crazy. I'm so glad I'm off. I'm telling you right now, I get off Saturday morning at four o'clock. I'm coming in here taking me a quick nap. And you're gonna catch me at Tucker's with the biggest chicken strips you've ever seen in your life. Damn, watching every game right now. <laughs> I'm Tucker's when I go to Austin. Bro, I swear the Pluckers chicken strips were like literally like that big last time. My my wife was like, "What did you get?" I was like, "I don't even know if this is a chicken strip. Like, this is like I don't need. This must be a bird. Like, a, like it's crazy. It's a whole bird. A whole bird." <laughs> but speaking of crazy, ten year anniversary of the Iron Bowl. Of Auburn running it back from a field goal and beating yeah. Alabama, but now fourth and goal from the thirty-one, you got eight. You got eight, <laughs> eight cornerbacks drop back, eight players drop back. You're rushing three. Milrow has all the time in the world. You leave one guy one on one with James, that guy Bond. And they catch it. How do you go home and sleep at night? First of all, 
I don't know who Nick Saban and the Alabama Booster praying to, but they must be sacrificing land and something in the bag. I don't know what they be doing, but ain't no way this man should have converted that. But anyways, if I'm Auburn, I'm going home. Hey, man. They don't I might not show up one day. No, they're done. They, don't they, make, they didn't make a bowl. I don't think oh. so. Did they get six wins? I don't think Yeah, they're six and six. Okay, so yeah, so they say so they're in the bowl. But imagine you're like in the Fiesta flat tire bowl or something, but, but I mean they, they got it. But, imagine uh, imagine losing to New Mexico State, right? At home. <laughs> you never lost to a G five team since like the nineties. You get blown out by New Mexico State at home. Okay, cool. You go, you gotta face Alabama. They've been good this year. And you go you go toe to toe with them, right? You didn't pass, you didn't pass for over hundred yards in a game, but game you, ran one. It. you ran it. You ran it up, right? And then your defense gets down there. And I saw it actually on the plate. Ala Arburn's linebacker clapped. You remember when um Alabama fumbled or well, snapped the the center snapped the ball, and Jalen Miller wasn't ready for it. That's why it was yeah. back four and thirty-one. If you mm-hmm. look at it on the video, Alabama I mean, Auburn's player actually clapped. So it was kind of like they should have called that, but they didn't because you know it's it's, yeah. it's 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 the Iron Bowl. They're not gonna call it right. Yeah. So anyway, like you get down there, your defense has them pinned back. You call a timeout. Whatever huge freeze, who's the Auburn's coach, head coach, said in that huddle, if it wasn't knock the ball down or get to the quarterback or, hey, intercept the ball, he deserves to be fired immediately. We want to talk about a coach that deserves to be fired for not beating a rival. It's huge freeze. Right. See, okay. So, see this. This is where you you should be on the hot seat. You had like forty seconds left in the game, and you let them convert that. Yeah, you should be on the. Your job should be on the. I wouldn't even show up on Monday. I just say, hey man, just leave me a voicemail. I know I'm. I'm packing up the house. I'm calling up the U-Haul. So hey, be here. Eight a.m. Monday. We out of here. We moving on to somewhere else. Cause I messed up. Cause how you on fourth and whatever, like thirty or something. How do you let fourth, fourth and goal on the 31 yard line? James, I looked at the odds. It's like one in a trillion that that happens. One in a if trillion. I'm, if I'm a player, the coach got to see me. Coach got to see me. It's, if, if I'm a player <laughs> on Auburn's side, you remember when, when Miami didn't kneel the ball and they fumbled? I think they played, was it Georgia, was it Georgia Tech? Yeah, they played Georgia Tech. I don't Tech. know who they played. I remember it was Georgia Tech. Miami didn't kneel the ball. They fumbled. Georgia Tech got the ball back, and they scored. And there's a video of the lineman on the sideline, and he was like, what the fuck are we doing? That would have been me on Arbor's sideline. I would have went up to my coach's face and been like, what are we doing? Like, like how does that happen, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, excuse me. Alabama didn't have a great game overall. Like it was, it was okay. I expected better since we've been talking about them being a you know well oil machine. They kind of started off slow, but now they're doing well. 
But at the same time, Georgia did struggle with the same Auburn team, and they won by three. So maybe it's something about going to play in that stadium, right? Maybe it's something that's the atmosphere and the loudness. It's, it's something about that stadium that gives Auburn that little hype. But it's already been said that Alabama was going to Atlanta to play in the SEC championship game against Georgia. But now it's really like for high stakes. Who you got? I know I, I know. I said we're going to do the picks at the end, but I got to know who you have here. Because we got to have a discussion. I you have Georgia still. Why? Yeah. Why do you have Georgia still? I just have – well, I say that, but then they kind of struggled at the beginning with Georgia Tech. But from what I've seen besides this last week, Georgia hasn't really played bad. They've always just been consistent. In Alabama, they lost to Texas. They've struggled with this team. I feel like they struggled with another team a few weeks ago, but I don't know. I just don't – I don't see them beating Georgia. I, I think it'll be a game, but I think Georgia edges it out. Just I think Georgia just has more athletes on their on their team, especially mm. on defense, and then also the – what's it called? Oh, my goodness, the running backs. Goodness, can't think. But, uh, yeah, again, it'll be close. I say a touchdown – but Georgia, but maybe maybe not even a touchdown, maybe a field goal. But I don't see Alabama beating them. Okay, Georgia say Georgia wins, right? Alabama yeah. loses. It's two losses on the year. Because because the conversation we had with the coaches robbery, right? Because that's a huge robbery, mm-hmm. Alabama versus Georgia. Nick Saban's not on that hot seat. Yeah, he's not on the hot seat, right? I think Alabama pulls this out. And I think they pull it out because of one reason. I don't think Georgia's linebackers are going to be able to contain Miro. Now, I don't think Miro's going to be able to throw against Georgia's secondary like that. The yeah. Georgia's secondary is is first class. You feel me? First class. Like you mess up with them, you throw a ball too short. You gotta you gotta be on your bread and butter when you're playing against the secondary to get anything. I'm gonna take Alabama. I'm gonna take Alabama by seven. I think it'll be a touchdown. Carson Beck has just been too good. He's got to mess up at some point. He has to mess up. <laughs> he got to mess up. He got to mess up. They're gonna be in Georgia. Gonna be in that dome. At some point, they got to mess up. I think this is the stumble. I think this is finally the loss. Like the record said, they have the most wins, consecutive wins. But I think this is where Nick Saban reminds Kirby Smart that you are my son. I did I didn't make you. I'm never counting that man out, right? Nick Saban, I'm never counting him out. But yeah, I'm going with Alabama, man. I I'm not gonna knock him. I'm not gonna knock him at all. Okay. If you think so. James Tuck. James. Bro, hear me out. No, no, no. Hear me out, James. No, no, no. Listen, no, no. I did explain it to you, but hear me out because I want to go back in our conversation because I'm still trying to get you to understand this. You're the coach of Texas A&M, right? No. I was about to say, we're not going back to the Michigan thing. <laughs> yeah. You're the coach of Texas A&M, right? You lose to Texas three years in a row, you're out of there, bucko. I don't care how many games you won. You're out of there. You are out of there. Whoever the new Texas A&M coach is, if he loses to Texas three years in a row, give him his buyout, 
Give me some new money. He's out of there. Just wanted to say that. All right, whatever. But speaking who was almost out of there, Florida State versus Florida. The game of the nobles against the undisciplined because, my God, how do you get kicked out of game for spitting? Never heard of that. Never? Unsports- yeah. Oh, you didn't see that. Unsportsmanlike conduct. No, I meant like the- you never met. I've never, no, I've never seen no one get a personal foul for spitting. Man, that's like a biohazard. Well, I know it's a biohazard, but I never knew, like, I've never seen someone personally get kicked out of game, like, watching the game get kicked out for spitting. I've never seen a team that's trying to get the ball back and win the game hit the quarterback when he's sliding and he's four yards away from the first down. I mean, I just, you know, I, I don't, I never seen a player. When his offensive coordinator is trying to tell him to get back, he swats him. You know what I mean? It's Bill Napier and that Florida Gators team is exactly what their record is because they're undisciplined and they're wild. They shot themselves in the foot with all just, just I don't know, man. Like you have you you're playing well. You're doing you're doing what you can. I mean, you never need supposed to be in this game. And you you doing dumb penalties like that, getting kicked out of the game, just I don't understand it. Like you said, it's undisciplined. It's just ugly football all around. Just play the game and then just if you, you lose, you lose. But you don't have to do all that just because you're a little frustrated. I, I know emotions run high and everything, but come on now. It's just it's not needed. None needed at all. And to be honest with you, Shoemaker from Florida State, didn't play a great game. Keon Coleman only had one catch for 27 yards. But the workhorse, Benson, came through with three touchdowns, right? Yeah, the running game was solid. And, like, I don't even want to talk about Florida because they're just such a disappointment, bro. But Florida State, we got to have a talk. If they went out, do you do you think the committee snubs them? I think so. Really? You think a f- undefeated ACC champion gets snubbed by the committee and go to the playoffs? I say that just because they don't have their starting QB. And I know the committee has all these things that they do to, to get somebody in the playoffs or whatever, but they see that and they see them without their starter. I think they look at that and say, you know what, do we really want to see them go in there with – a backup who might not even be up to the challenge to play in this this playoff against whoever they face, a Georgia or Alabama, without their main quarterback. You know what I mean? And that's what I think will happen. But hey, crazy things happen. So you know, I understand it, right? But I'm looking at it is: Do I put an undefeated Florida State over a one-loss Ohio State? Do I put a- undefeated Florida State over a one-loss Oregon, even though if they do win their Pac-12, right, they get their lick back, right? They get their lick back. They beat Washington. But they yeah. still have that They still have that stain of that one loss. It's hard to win every game. Do you it's look at this to... game to say, like, hey, they show with Florida. If Florida doesn't shoot themselves in the foot, Florida wins this game. And he throw this, this Florida State team in the playoff with, like I said, one of these SEC teams or – Washington or something, and they don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball the way he needs to to the to the players that need to get it. But you could know. also look, you could also look at it as Shoemaker got hurt, and he's a tough quarterback, and he came back in the game after taking that big hit. 
Maybe Florida State does have something there, and they just need a chance. Are you talking about Roadmaker? Yo, Roadmaker. I swear I thought his name was Shoemaker. (laughs) I was like, what? I was like, time out, time out. I was like, wait a minute, what are you talking about right now? Whoa. I'm talking about Shoemaker, bro. It's a whole Roadmaker out here, right? Roadmaker. My apologies, Roadmaker. Comes back in the game after taking a big hit. Do you not look at the committee? Be like, Florida says you got a tough quarterback, right? It was a, it's a rivalry game. It's always going to be tough. You can look at Georgia. You look at Bama's win. You can look at Texas win was dominant. Washington's win, excuse me, Oregon win was dominant. But you went undefeated. You beat everybody. You beat LSU. You beat Florida. You beat. You know, the, the good teams in your car. You beat Clemson in overtime in Death Valley. That's hard to win. Like we said last week, the only loss that Clemson has is to Florida State in Death Valley. It's hard to win in Death Valley. And you went in there and beat them. So to leave them out, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving them out, but I need them to do damage to play. When they play Louisville, I need them to show me. I deserve to be here. Louisville was never a competition to us. We still have a good unit. Everybody's more well-rounded. We just don't. We just don't rely on Jordan Travis. This is us. Let us in. Let us prove to you. Will they get beat by twenty-one by Michigan? Absolutely. But I would rather them get beat by twenty-one by Michigan than to not put them in. Right? Than to not put them in and have to deal with all the controversy that comes after that. Because what if next year, right, a 12 is the 12 teams, right? And you have a team that's undefeated, and then you have another team that's 10-11-1, and, and, and they're like, well, you lost your quarterback, so we're not putting you in the top seed. You don't get a bye. You know, it, it, starts a lot of, it starts a lot of traction that can go in the wrong way when you do that, I think. And I don't think they're looking at that. I think they're looking at just that about quarterbacks right now at this very moment that I think that's what's what's getting looked at just because of this win of this win right here that should have been a loss and then it'll be a really determined next week if they lose to Louisville which I think they will you have a lot of faith in Jake Palmer it is what it is you're talking about the same Louisville that lost to Kentucky, Kentucky. yeah that's Kentucky. a rivalry game too yeah, and they got Mark Stoops was damn near on the Texas A&M plane, and he, <laughs> sure was. He, he was he was on the plane. I'm gonna, I'm said, hey, 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 whoa. Wait, whoa, 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 pause. <laughs> you got too much dip on your chin. <laughs> Kentucky? You think I'm taking the Kentucky coach? I'm losing some all now. Send him back right now. But anyway. We're going to talk about that when we get to the coaches. But... <laughs> They beat, they lose to Kentucky, Louisville, and then I gotta go play Florida State on a neutral site. Can they stop Benson? Because they couldn't stop Ryan Davis. We're gonna see. That's all I'm gonna say. We're gonna see. I'll look as a Texas fan in the conference conference championship game. I see Louisville showing up. As a Texas fan, I need Louisville, Louisville to win, right? Because that's probably my only hope to getting in is like our resume is we beat Bama, we beat everybody else, we lost to a, a OU team, oh well, but the team that we beat beat OU, so run it up and 
Louis and Florida State's got two losses. I mean, got got a loss to average Louisville team. Let us in. You know, that's my hope. But Louisville, yeah. Louisville, Louisville over Florida State is for you. I don't know. That's for me. I don't know. That's for you. You for you. Not in this casa. All right. So more on talking less about the games. Clemson, you still buying stock in them? Hey, bro. I think they was like, oh, I can't even get into it right now because we're going to get into coaches. But I don't know. I don't know. If if Devil's there, Devil I think I'll there. put. Devil's not, Devil's not going nowhere. All right. But uh, money. I guess I'll throw throw in a, a cool 20 or something. Let that let so you, that sit. You throwing so you buying a dip because you know it was it was a, it wasn't a really dominating game, right? Against yeah. South Carolina, it was a robbery game. It wasn't really dominating game, so it might be a little dip in there. So you buying a dip? Yeah, I think so. I think I, I think I throw a little something in there. I, I don't know. It's just it's weird just because weeks ago when we had this conversation and they were losing. And then Dabble's throwing this quarterback under the bus, talking about he making the wrong decisions. He he didn't listen to the play call. And then they go on a win streak, and everybody's back on the Clemson bandwagon. So that's why I'm like kind of indifferent, just because I don't want to just jump back on it after all this backlash and just talking. But I mean, like I said, I thought cool twenty, but that twenty's like on the edge, is like. <laughs> But you barely, like, you barely pushing it. <laughs> like, like you putting put it in the candy machine, but you still holding it. In the, in the, in the, in the, like, do I really, do I really want to do this? But I guess. Yeah. Uh, they they gotta hit the transfer portal, and they gotta get the nil money. They, and they will. I think. I think the boosters. I think this was the last year the boosters let Dabo run it his way. Right. Mm. Let Dabo be like, all right, you ran it your way. We lost some key games because the way you ran it. Let's work together and let's get back to a national championship. Because if not, I don't see Dabo being there next year. No. Yeah. And if it and if if Dabo's not there next year, and let's say Omen Saban retires, go retire, go retire, uh, Alabama, roll tide. Why not? Right. Why not? Maybe a Colorado coaching position comes open. Just the way that's they just have everybody apparently. Hey. <laughs> but I'm with you. I'm about to dip on Clemson. Well, we gotta talk about your boy. Boy played a good game. I'm surprised. Drake may play a great game, but they got their ass beat by North Carolina State. I I don't know what the hell was going on in that game. Cause Two interceptions, I mean, though. They don't. They didn't stick to what they what they know. It's just they run the ball. And yeah, what? How many carries did you say he had? Like what? Nine carries for twenty seven yards. Yeah, like what is going on? Drake may over here running rushing for one hundred and six. What is really happening over there? So, I mean, again, Drake May showing that he's he can be, but he can only do so much, and also. Running the ball for some odd reason for nine carries, one hundred six. But I don't know. At Carolina, it all—it's always like this with Carolina. They—they they have 
they have a win streak for a while. They look good at the beginning of the season. They go in. They have a, a close loss somewhere. And then they just take a dive. They just start losing random games for no reason. Just to teams that they shouldn't even be in. What's it called? Like, they shouldn't even be losing to. NC State, sorry, but they're still decent. But I didn't see North Carolina really struggling. Obviously, I was wrong because of what happened. But I don't know. North Carolina is just such an inconsistent football team sometimes. And I don't know why I believe in them half the time. All I can do is believe in Drake May, apparently. Hey. Hey. Hey, like I said, for your dreams to come true, somebody else got to be somebody else's nightmare. You feel me? Maybe that was Drake may have to lose that game to get his stats up because he just he threw he seven percent. Yeah, you know. But yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think. I think it's a coaching thing. To be honest with you, I think Matt Brown needs to go ahead and go ahead and end it. You think? Yeah. He's seventy-two years old. Has won an ACC title. Had a lot of stuff going on this year. Losing to Virginia. Losing to Clemson. Trek May not being the hottest quarterback. You know, the Tess Walker situation. It's time to hang it up. It's basketball season in North Carolina. That's what it is. It's basketball yeah, season. About that so, time. About that time. Go ahead and hang it up and just, you know, keep rocking. But, yeah, man, I'm excited to see where Drake May goes in the draft because – you saying first round, but I think there's – I think Caleb goes before Drake May does. For sure. I see that. I see that. I think Caleb I, goes before Drake May, and I think Penix goes before Drake May. Mm-hmm. I see that too. But I don't see J.J. McCarthy going before Drake May. I can promise you that. It was, yeah, it's, definitely not. Definitely not. But, I mean, I feel like Drake May could def- uh, be – higher but i think just because of what they did at usc and everything like that with caleb i think he'll go first but i think i said to see or i don't remember but usc quarterbacks do not perform well in the nfl so that's why i'm just like i don't believe yeah. but that liner was all right wasn't he that liner he was for usc i know but like i don't i don't think he did well in the nfl i think he did all right like i think he won a playoff game Matt Liner? No. I don't think that's right. I had to check those facts. I had to check those facts, but I'm pretty sure you want to play okay. But let's let's talk about your husband. You got four spots. Five so yeah, you got four who go to New York. Who are you picking to go to New York? Uh Bo Nix. Grandfather Bo. Uh I guess Penix. Let's see. Um Marvin Harrison. And uh, what's Buddy's name for LSU? I, I forgot his name. Jaden Daniels? Yeah, Jaden Daniels. So you pick Bo Nix, Penix, Jaden Daniels, and Marvin Harrison. Yeah. I need you to get that quarter. I mean, get that wide receiver out of here. Why? I need you, I need you to get him out of here. Oh, you That's know what? Pick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I changed my wide receiver. I'm going to go with the other receiver. Napier, what's his last name? Napier from LSU? Malik Neighbors. Neighbors, yeah. Neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, take him. All right. Hear me out. Michael Penix. Bo Nix. Hell no. <laughs> I'm done with Caleb. I'm done with Caleb, bro. I've been done with Caleb for a couple weeks. I finally saw the light that he, that he was the problem. You feel me? I finally saw the light. 
But Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Jalen Daniels, and the fourth and thirty-one king, Milro. You got it. You got to put Milro in there, bro. Nah, he. You got to put Milro. I don't. I, he he had a bad start to the season. There was some internal issues with him and the coaches in Alabama. But I'm promise you, if he don't, if he don't get to New York this year, next year, I promise you, he'll be there. Yeah, next he's year, only a sure. sophomore. Year, no. He's only a sophomore. So it's 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 a bet he's gonna be there next year for sure. But yeah. whoever whoever wins the Washington, whoever wins the Washington Oregon game will win the uh, the Heisman. So yeah. I believe that. But but I'm glad we got that over because I need to get to this segment, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you why I was on Twitter. I was at work, right? I was on Twitter at work. And they said, Mark Stoops is the next coach for Texas A&M. I'm like, damn. Okay. <laughs> you left Kentucky. You said that Kentucky has some NIL issues. You didn't have enough guys to compete with Georgia. So you're going with the bags at. I understand that. Cool. Right? So, you know, I drive a little bit, pull over to the QT, give me something to drink. Brew, brew. Mark Stoops is not the next coach of Texas A&M. Mark Stoops puts a statement out saying that, yes, I did get a call, and, you know, me and my family looked over it, but we decided that we wanted to stay with Kentucky, and Kentucky is going to be my home. In my mind, I'm like, all right, cool, you stay with the team. But then reports come out that Mark Stoops is on the tarmac, and boy got off the plane, got on the steps. It wasn't no, it wasn't no pep rally. It wasn't, it wasn't no, it wasn't nobody with a suitcase full of with a bonus. It was somebody in a black Yukon SUV that said, "Hey, go home, go home, Robin, <laughs> go home, go home. This, this is not going to work. We're sorry for wasting your time here. We're going to pay for your jet back, right? We're going to be courteous. We're going to be gentlemen. Pay for your jet back. If you want something to eat, here's a gift card on us. You know." Gift card is crazy. This is this is not this is not what we wanted. You're part of Texas AM Booster Club. Mark Stoops was a bad hire. I saw the what's it called? Uh, one of the reports, and he had like the same record as Jimbo when Jimbo was at Texas AM or something like that. And it's, this is not my words, somebody else on Twitter saying like, so you just you fired buy out Jimbo just to bring in like just his the same person from Kentucky that has like the same exact track record and everything like that, which I get. But my question is, is like, did the, did the coaching staff and the athletic director make this move without talking to the boosters and then the boosters found out and they're like, Hey bro, we paid for this. Facts. I'm seeing, they saw it on Twitter. I promise you they saw it. They're in a group chat and somebody's like, Oh, Hey, they're probably trying to slide it in. Oh, Hey, yeah, we made the hire. Mark Stoops is going to be on the way. And somebody was like, what yeah. Mark? Who? Somebody was like, and they pop, pop, talk about like when? When did we have this meeting? Fact, someone put their shoes on. Like, nah, hey, someone put their shoes on. Told their wife, hey, go make me some coffee. It's about to be a long night because they got me bent. If they think I'm about to give them <laughs> thirty million dollars worth of our money, which I could have vacation with to go hire yeah. Mark Stoops, and I'm gonna have another losing season or another disappointing season at Texas A&M. Now, reports come out that they did hire Mike Elko from Duke. Mike Elko has done a lot at Duke. He's been there, really turned around a school that was known for basketball into a pretty competitive 
team in ACC started off well this year, but a lot of injuries with the quarterback and a couple of defensive players kind of like hurt them. But yeah, man, Boosters definitely made that call. And I promise you, if I was That's if true. I was if I was given thirty million dollars, well, I would have been I would have been met him right on the tarmac before he even got through the steps. Hey, turn around. <laughs> I don't know what they told you, my boy, but go ahead and turn around, pimp. Ain't nothing, ain't That's nothing crazy. here for you. Bro, could you imagine? Because remember, Lane Kiffin was fired on the tarmac, right? Yeah. Lane Kiffin was fired on the tarmac. Could you imagine you win the game, you upset in your rivalry, you beat Louisville. They say, you're yeah, riding you, high, bro. You're riding high. You, oh, you, I just got this new job. Yeah. I'm about, I'm about to, to go play in the SEC. I'm about to have these top these top players, these, these people. What was your ranking for recruiting? Like, number no, one or something? Number one in 2022. So I'm, I'm about to go in this. Yeah. And then I'm you get to go you, in. And then somebody in the SUV is like, hey, bro. Yeah. We yeah, don't want you. Bro. We don't want you here, bro. I don't know. I don't know who lies to you, Pim. Check your facts yeah. next time, right? Check your facts. And the athletic you got the athletic director got to text you while you're on the plane home. Let's talk about. Sorry, the booster stepped in. It's out of my hands. Like, no, they didn't, man, they didn't even do that. They didn't even do that. You know how disrespectful Texas people are, bro. They didn't even <laughs> do that. They hit that man with a with a bet and a block. You feel me? That's what they hit that man with. Bet and then block. As soon as he was like, just, just go to the, just go just to the, the left of my red. <laughs> see, off to back to Kentucky, bro. I can see it already. Especially, especially in College Station. Nah, they they sent them in a care package. What is it? What's the. Give my wife, what is it all the time when you get like the fruits and the candies? It's um, called the edible arrangements. Yeah, they sent that man an edible arrangement today, bro. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> sorry. Just sorry. No, no name, no nothing. Just sorry. Just sorry. He already know who it's from. This is straight sorry. That's man, you crazy. You got to put out a statement because I know he put in that, that notice to the, the athletic director in Kentucky. He's like, I'm out. Then you got to walk back in there and walk yourself back. Like, hey, uh, I was playing. <laughs> I, I'm going to stay. <laughs> I just wanted to see what's going on down there. That, bro, that is wild. Could you imagine? Nah. Ain't no wild for that. I'm surprised that if, what's it called, that the boosters don't try to fire that letter director and whoever else trying to make that high without without their consent. They, they probably was like, it's your last time, Jim, fucking with us. You feel me? It's your last time. fucking with my money. It's your last time really messing with my money, Jim. Next time it's gonna be repercussions and consequences. The next time you check in, next time you check in before you try to make a big boy decision like that, right? You right. you check in because nah, bro, that's wild. That's crazy. But and then there was it was reports that Dabo was gonna leave. And I was like, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was gonna bring up too. It's just like there, there's rumors like he want, he might want to go to. A&M or whatever. I'm pretty sure that boosters like made that call after they saw that Mark Stoops and said, "Hey, bro, we got all this money. If you just if you want to slide, let, come on." I think it was and then somebody that, let that leap. I think it was a then somebody let that leap. Yeah, it was like played by Devil's agent about 
uh, hey, let's see how Clemson, how much they love you. Let's just leak yeah. that you may be going to Texas A&M. And he was like, all right, bet. Let's see how much they love me. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. We know you We know you have some stuff this season, but we didn't tell you yeah. how to leave, right? But, but yeah, man, so you had that Oregon State's Oregon State's head coach and probably whole staff is going to Michigan State. I got that call. Like after the game, you see DJ Iguodala just tweet, "Well, well, like yeah, but that's how this is a business. You feel me? Welcome to the business. You feel me? The business in college football. The firings that happened. Houston's coach got fired. Indiana's coach got fired. It's a it's, it's a lot going on. Oklahoma State's Oklahoma, sorry, office coordinator is going to go be the new coach in Mississippi State, uh, Leahy. So, yeah, that happened today. So it's, it's a lot going around. And Mike Elko is Texas A&M coach. So a lot going around. Ted Colorado's tight end coach resigned. He was, like, number, their top recruiter, I guess, as, as a coach. So he's gone. So I guess you can kind of see why Antoine Hill decommitted the the uh, quarterback decommitted from Colorado today, so it's it's gonna be a crazy offseason. Transport portal is yeah. going crazy, uh, so yeah, people need quarterbacks, people need offensive linemen, people need defensive tackles. Other yep. than that, you recruit it in the portal. Go get you some offensive linemen. Go get you a quarterback. Go get you some de- defensive tackles. Well, well, I couldn't imagine. Well, they they had to pay me a, a fee to get back on my play because I had to talk to somebody. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna have to talk to somebody. But all right, um, we're gonna do this at the end. But uh, AP poll, AP poll came out today. Disappointing, to say the least, from me because I was like, "Ain't no way Texas got snubbed." But as you know, Texas always gets snubbed. You got Georgia is one, Michigan is two. Washington is three, Florida State is four, Oregon, number five. Ohio State, who's lost, by the way, to Michigan, Ryan Day, can't beat Michigan. Seven, Texas, eight, Alabama, nine, Missouri, ten, Penn State, eleven, Ole Miss, twelve, Oklahoma, thirteen, LSU, fourteen, the Fafita agenda continues, Arizona, fifteen, LSU, 16, Notre Dame, 17, Tulane, 18, Iowa, 19, Oklahoma State, 20, Liberty, who finished this season undefeated. Congratulations to them. 21, North Carolina State, 22, Oregon State, 23, Toledo, 24, James Madison, who is going bowling because there's not enough six-win teams this year. So oh, they're gonna get to, yeah, they're gonna go bowling. Them and Jacksonville State, which I'm kinda dang. excited for. And then number twenty five, SMU. So a lot of disappointment with me because don't think Oregon Oregon should have jumped Texas. Or I mean not I don't think Ohio State should still be in front of Texas and they just lost. And yeah, it's it's just what that is, you know, what that is. But we got to pick our eight teams for this playoff. Because so. it lost to, uh, what's it called, number four at the time or number number two at the time, Michigan. So, yeah. and Texas just beat Tech. So, why why should Ohio State, I mean, why should Texas be over Ohio State? Ohio State has their best win is Penn State. 
Our best win is Alabama. I got think you. about that. So, like, think about it. Like, come on, bro. Their best win is Penn State. Our best wins is Alabama. Like, their loss is Michigan. Our loss is Oklahoma. I guess you could say that's where they're like, where your loss is worse because of what Oklahoma is right now. Never can count on the Sooners to do their job. But we beat Bama in Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Well, I can't even say that goddamn Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Tuscaloosa. We beat Bama at the crib at that house, right? We beat Bama in that crib. Went down there and spanked that, spanked that ass in that crib. We deserve to be in the top six, bro. I don't know what's going on, but right. Tuesday, pick your pick your top four. Who do you who do you want? Our top four. You. This is our committee. Yeah, yeah, your top four and then your first two out. This is our this is our committee. Really your committee and my committee. But gotcha. not we ain't worried about strength of schedule. We just who you want to see top four play. All right. Well, Georgia gotta stay number one. Um, I guess Michigan. I, I I can't I can't go against them right now. I'm gonna say Oregon and then Texas. And then the first two out, it'd be Ohio State and Florida State. I mean, they're undefeated, so gotta stay stick with them. I guess. I mean, I don't want to, but I can't argue with their record right now. So I can respect that. I can respect that. Bama's just not in your radar. I can't respect that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. get you. They almost I lost. <laughs> Georgia almost lost Auburn. The same team. Weeks ago, I'm talking about weeks ago. You're right, you're right. I got Georgia number one, I got Michigan as number two, I got Oregon as number three, and I'm putting Texas as number four. The first two out, I got Bama and I got Florida State out. Ohio State does not deserve to be up there, they don't have the resume. They they don't deserve to be up there, bro. They all they beating is Penn State, bro. Penn State can't even throw the ball down the field. Notre we're Dame. about the same except for the first two out. You said what? We're about the same except for the first two out. Yeah, I actually got some respect for the SEC. You know what I mean? For the, you know what I mean. You you still you were Ryan, you on the Ryan Day train? You want the? And you know what? If his whole career he never beats Michigan, I want to see how many times he can lose to Michigan until he gets fired. I'm saying one more time. That's all I'm saying. One more time. He's out of there. He could have he can go to the playoffs. He can go to the playoffs next year and lose in the semifinals. He's out of there. Cause he didn't beat Michigan. Because he didn't beat Michigan. Get the hell out of here. Alright. Alright. All right, so the title game is next week. We got to make our picks. I don't have the stats from our last week picks because I lost them. So I'll probably have to go back and listen to that. But the Conference U.S. Championship game, you have New Mexico State versus Liberty. Who are you taking? I'm going to go with Liberty. They're undefeated right now. I'm going to just keep rolling with them. I agree. I'm going to go with Liberty. They are undefeated. New Mexico State did beat Auburn. But I think it was a fluke. But it's that's Friday. Pac-12. I know you're probably going with Oregon. But Oregon against Washington. 
Oregon, for sure. <clears throat> I'm going to go Oregon, too. Someone's telling me to change my mind. Someone's telling me Penix is not 100%. He's not 100%. And... He was 100%. Nah, I think he's hurt. I think he's hurt. No, but I said it, but even if he was 100%. Oh, even if... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. A lot of dip on your chip now. You feel me? 100% Penix? Put put the work on y'all boys the first time. All right. You act like we got blown out or something. You didn't get blown out, but you did get hit that L. It matters. These are W's and L's. Y'all are sucking on us, Hey, true that. But we didn't lose a bad move. I'm going to ride that wave until the end of the day. Oklahoma State versus Texas. Texas. You already know, Longhorns, Texas. Georgia versus Alabama. I'm still rolling with Georgia. I'm going to Alabama. I think this is going to be that time Georgia's done do. Michigan, Iowa. Oh, would it not be so crazy if Iowa pulls off this upset? I wish it would, be crazy. I don't see it. I've, I've seen these Iowa scores, like, when I'm doing my tickets for parlays and stuff. And, bro, like, how are they winning games? No, their defense is legit. That's it. Is it? Could you, the, the, the under was 24 and a half. It was the lowest under ever recorded on sports, but 24 and a half. And it was 20. That's what the game was. 20, what was it? 23. Okay. That's what the game did. Okay. Crazy. Louisville, Florida State. I'm going to leave them. I think they're going to pull it off. Florida State. And I'm so, I really want Louisville to win, but I, I Florida State. I need, to, I need the committee to snub them and just say, good luck next year. But Florida State. And the last one, SMU versus Tulane. This will be a good game. SMU lost uh-huh. their starting quarterback, um, Preston Stone, and the quarterback from, is it South Oak Cliff? Some Dallas school down here, Pleasant Grove. The quarterback of the Pleasant Grove that won the first state title, he is mm-hmm. actually the backup for Preston Stone. So he's going to get the start against Tulane. <clears throat> I don't really know much about these teams. I'm going to just, since they, they don't have a starting quarterback, I'll just go with Tulane. I'm going to go with SMU. I'm going to go SMU. SMU's got a pretty good defense, so. But all right, man, Um, we got to pick a game and go into next year. I want to do this on the podcast because you kind of be ducking. You kind of be ducking when I be like, yo, which game are we going to go to? What do you mean? You sent me 85 games. He said, we got to go to this game. We got to go to this one. I gotta go. Listen, I want to go to Michigan. We got to go to State, Michigan. We got to go to Texas, Oklahoma. We got to go to Alabama, Auburn. I'm like, bro, hey, chill out. I'm not made of money. <laughs> and we're not Connor Stallions, you feel me? We just can't be out here everywhere. So hear me out. Red River Red River robbery, we're for sure, I'm for sure going. I think Cody's going to come. So for sure that's happening. I'm going. I don't know if you're going to be here, but I will be going to that one. That game wasn't happening? Who said that? No, that game's happening. That game's happening. They're not getting rid of it. Oh, I don't know why I thought I heard that. Anyway. So, out of the games that happened this week, right? Uh, or the, the robbery games that happened this week, where would you want to go? Well, how State Michigan be dope. Or, um, what's it called? 
Alabama and uh, Auburn too with the Iron Bowl. That'd be dope. We gotta go to Alabama though. Gotta go to Tuscaloosa. Tucanena. Two can sauce. I want to go to Ohio State uh, versus but, uh, Michigan. I, what, no, go ahead. Yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, when is the – y'all got the day for the Red River rivalry? Rivalry? Shoot, now I'm messing no words. The Red River rivalry? Yeah, it's uh the first week of the fair. Let me make sure that I am on here. What's that? End of September? Because the fair so, is like it. The middle of September, so it's Dallas at like close to the end or thirty feet. Wait, the fair be coming there and and uh, it be coming to love it. Yeah, that it's not like a, it's not like the the fair over there, but it, it's still fair. So yes, in the September, so it's gonna be the fourteenth is the game. Hold on, I gotta look at the calendar because so the twentieth, the twenty first. The twenty first of the twenty eighth, yeah, twenty first of the twenty eighth. I see. I see what I got. Move, move some things around. If we don't go there, right? Do you say you want to regardless? Well, I'm going there regardless. But if we can't go to the Ohio State Michigan game, which my girl does not like the cold. I don't know about yours, but my girl is not. My girl does not like the cold at all. So. I think we should try to go to the Florida State versus Florida game in uh in Tallahassee. I think that would be dope. I didn't even think about that one. I completely forgot. Yeah, that one be be cool too. Tallahassee would be dope. It's college town. Get some good food down there. You know what I mean. Party a little bit. Get a little rowdy. I'll party. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, but uh, that's it for the over and under podcast this evening. We appreciate y'all coming out. Appreciate you being here and listening to us talk and give you the updates on the college football world and the games and the bullshit. If you can, please leave a comment, subscribe to the YouTube, all the descriptions. Sorry, all the links will be in the description. Also, go follow us on Over Under Pod 23 on Instagram and give us a follow. Give us a shout out. Uh, Kevin, we appreciate y'all. We're going to keep doing this. Even when the season's over, we're coming up with some new content. We're going to see what James is coming up with because I don't, I don't, maybe we got to leave him on the tarmac, right? Because. Oh, shit. <laughs> he may be one of the coaches, you know, we got to call him. But. As always, we appreciate you. Appreciate the people in Belgium. Appreciate everybody around the United <laughs> States listening to the podcast. James, you got anything else for the people? Oh, that's it. Hey, don't listen to this, man. They're not going to fire this dude over one game. Any hard. I'm telling you. Listen, when it happens, if he doesn't win next year and it happens, I'm coming back to this and I'm clipping it. They're going to fire Ryan Day if he does not beat Michigan next year. Even if he goes to the playoff. That don't even make sense, but all right. (laughs) All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all coming out. We out. We out. Thank you for tuning in to the Over Under Podcast. Please give us feedback on the podcast and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at overunderpod23 and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All links are in the show description section. Thank you and see you next time.